Welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. I'm so excited to be with you tonight. Man, I'll tell you, God is so good. He, he is for you in every possible way. And I'll tell you, I am just so uh, inspired by God. You know, there's nothing better to me than to get up in the morning, you know, get myself ready, get out there. I do a walk every, every morning, and, and I just spend time with the Lord, and I look forward to it, you know. I, I, get, to, I get to talk with Him, and you know, when I pray, I, I just want, I don't know why I'm doing this, but it, this is for somebody. When I pray, I, I don't pray to these, the thys, and the therefores, and, you know, talking, you know, some, you know, dialect that isn't natural to me. I just talk to Him like a regular person. He's so real to me. He knows me inside and out. And I just tell him what's going on. And you know, he'll speak back to me and he'll, he'll help me realize the way things really are, you know. But I just want to encourage everybody out there, you know, spend that time with the Lord. Spend it. I tell you, you know, 95% of ministry, and I'm telling you the truth, 95% of ministry is done with just you and God one-on-one. Word time, prayer time, just meditating time with Him and just just being still and and listening to that still small voice. 95% of ministry has to do with one-on-one time with God. It's not about, you know, standing behind a pulpit like this. It's not about, you know, having some big ministry somewhere. It's not about, you know, what I do and, you know, getting my pat on the back and all that kind of stuff. I, quite honestly, I, I do pretty well sitting in the back row of a church, you know, being a good tither, you know, serving in the house of God behind the scenes. I, I could do that all the days of my life. I'd be content. I'd love God. And you know what? I'd be the most incredible champion uh, for Christ that I could possibly be. It, it, to me, it's not about this. It's about my time with the Lord. And, and I want to encourage all of you as followers of Jesus Christ, I want to encourage all of you to spend that quality time with God every day. Get it on your calendar, just like you got to be at work at eight o'clock in the morning. Praise the Lord at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be with the Lord. And you just develop that, you, you live that, and you, you, you live in a way that is all about Him, and you're running everything by Him. You know, the way I say it is, before I touch anything with these hands, I'm going to get it right with God. And I encourage you to do that every day. You'll just see so many things uh, happen in your life, you'll become much more discerned as as far as what the things of God are for your life. And, you know, I just encourage that, and uh, I hope that blesses you somewhere out there. But I want to continue with the benefits of following Jesus. You know, it's so incredibly important that we, we, we not only do what God has called us to do as that follower, but we also are willing to receive as the follower. You know, it's not enough just to do and do and do and do and do and then, you know, block up the open windows of heaven over our lives and disqualify ourselves because we're not good enough or we sinned or, you know, we did something bad or we said the wrong thing or whatever. Don't allow your sin to drive you away from the blessings of God. Let them cause you to to run into those things. One of the most precious benefits is, is forgiveness. It's not just about these monetary things that we can get. It is those monetary things, but it's also receiving forgiveness. 
You know, if you fall short of the glory of God, guess what? You're part of the club. I fall short of the glory of God. I sin. And you know, the Bible is very clear. Anyone that says that they are without sin is of the devil. And so don't allow, you know, your sin to separate you from God. Continue to do what God told you to do and continue to receive what, he, what those benefits are for doing what he called you to do. Sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. Seed. Time. Harvest. It's as sure as the sun will rise again tomorrow morning and every other day you are alive. I want to read this scripture found in Matthew 19, and it's, in, it's uh, verse 13 and 14. It says, One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering Jesus. Well, here's what Jesus said. He said, Jesus said, Let the children come to me. He says, Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hands on their heads and blessed them before he left. He did what? He blessed them before he left. This is the whole message of the kingdom. It's all about the blessing that we receive because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. But we need to have that childlike faith. You know, if you tell a child something, they don't know any different. And they'll just believe it as if it's true. And it's, it, that's the same kind of faith we need to have when we read the Word of God about the benefits of God and about being Jesus' followers and what it's going to take to do that and do it with a cheerful heart and all that. But we need to begin to be like children with our faith. This is what the Word of God says. Well, therefore, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to receive. You see how simple that is? You know, you don't have to conjure anything up. There's no convincing. It's just, this is what the Bible says. That's what it says I, I should do. And that's what it says I should have. And therefore, that's what I'm going to receive in my life. That's what I'm going to become. And you know what? You may fall short of the glory of God 10,000 times in the process of trying to do that over and over and over again. But you know what? God's grace is sufficient for you. Never forget that gift. Never forget that benefit. That is a benefit of following Jesus, right? And, and, and the grace of God is sufficient for you. So you're going to trip, you're going to stumble, and you're doing, right? That doesn't negate what you're going to receive over here, but you've got to have faith to receive it. You can't cancel that. You can't stop up the window of heaven in your life. You've got to receive it. And the only way you're going to do that is to receive it like a child would receive it, to say, okay, that's what the Word says, that's what I believe. And you know what? Whether you believe it or not doesn't make it true or untrue. It is true. You know, God said it, I believe it, and that, and that settles it. You've probably all heard that before. But really, it's God said it, and that settles it. Whether I believe it or not is irrelative to the fact that He said it, and that settles it. The question is, is will I put my belief in the middle of that thing to receive it? And that's what this whole series is about. The benefits of following this incredible master, Jesus Christ. Proverbs 3, uh, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord 
with a tiny bit of your heart every once in a while. No, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. You, you know, you, what is a relationship with God without trust? And what, what, what gives us the right to trust Him here and to trust Him there? You know, most of us will trust Him that I said the sinner's prayer and I'm going to heaven. I trust that. Well, what about right here, right now? What about what, what you're dealing with right now? What about the purposes of God for your life right here on this planet? And the responsibility for you to do that and to trust Him beyond your, 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 your inadequacies, beyond you know, your insufficiencies and your lack of qualifications and all that kind of stuff. Listen, Jesus is qualified and therefore He qualifies you. You. We can't lean to our own understanding. We can't trust that more than we trust what the Word of God says. Be a follower of Jesus and receive the benefits therein. We can't have one without the other. In every way, everything that you're going to, to, to perform in your life, in every way, submit to God. Submit to Him. You know, there's a a word that gets thrown around a lot, we need to be humble, right? Well, humbleness means that you have the power of God under His control, not your control. He's not a genie in a bottle you just rub whenever you need something. No, He wants you to be a, 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 a Jesus follower all the days of your life and to trust Him and to hear His voice and to continue to do what He called you to do and not turn to your own understanding every time something goes bump in the night. No, turn back to him. What does the word of God say? What am I to receive if I do these things? Well, there it is. And begin to do that with that childlike faith, and he will make your path straight. Straight. He'll make sure you can get from point A to point B. He's not going to send you off on a goose, wild goose chase. You may end up on a wild goose chase because you're not being a follower of his will in your life, or you're stopping up the blessing as a result of, of being a follower of Christ, you may go a lot of different directions. But if you don't lean to your own understanding and you just become the follower of Christ and receive the benefits of that thing, your path will be straight. Good stuff. Matthew 7, 9 through 11. It says, Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish will give them a snake. If you then are evil, meaning you have a sinful nature, right? No big surprise there. You, uh, I'm sorry, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? How much more will God give good gifts to you? But you got to ask Him. And again, that's part of the doing of, of, of a follower of Christ. Not just passively, God bless me when you can. You know, I, man, I know that there's all kinds of other needs out there and all this, that, and the other. No, no, no. Just you and God. I'm sowing as a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm reaping as a follower of Jesus Christ. You, you got to ask for it. You, you got to be proactive, not passive about either of those things. 
You know, we tend to get caught up in the works, and that's good, but do not stop up the blessing of God that's attached to those works. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, it says, And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in everything, at all time, having all you need will abound in every good work. I'll tell you, in everything, at all times, all that you need to abound in every good work. I'm telling you, in order to do God, you've got to hear this by the Spirit of God, but in order to do the work of God, you need to have what He has stored up for you. You can't do it yourself. You're not good enough. You'll never amount to anything in the kingdom of God without both being a follower of Christ and receiving all that He is in your life. He wants everything to be fulfilled in you. He doesn't want a single thing to be missing or broken. He doesn't want you talking yourself out of the blessing of God. I see this happening over and over in many people's lives in the body of Christ. They, they work hard to serve God, but they, they get kind of weird when it, when it comes to receiving what God has for them in their lives. You know, the best marriage, the best kids, the best family, you know, the best house, the best cars, the, 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 a bank full of money. What is wrong with any of those things? As long as those things don't have you and you have them, I'm telling you, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you can become a, a, an example for others to follow. But I tell you, if you keep talking yourself out of the blessings of God, you're stopping up what God has for you, and you're not going to be able to fulfill what God has in store for you. And that not only affects your life, but it affects the lives of those you come in contact with. This is where the frustration and the failure and, and the backsliding and, and the backbiting all come from. It's like, well, look at me. Look what I've done. What, can't anybody see what I've done here? And it's like, wow, you know, like, okay, like, good, but do it as unto the Lord. Do it with a joyful heart. You know, don't, don't do it just to get the accolades of people. No, get the full loop going. Doing, sowing, reaping, sowing, reaping, sowing, reaping in your life. This is the kingdom life. You can't work hard enough. You can't do enough. You can't accumulate enough in and of yourself. You need to receive everything that you have from the heavenly realms as a direct result of you being a Jesus follower. This is the kingdom. This is where I'm telling you, you will be blessed beyond your wildest imaginations. And it's okay that you are. It's not only okay, it's part of the walk of following Jesus. Otherwise, you're not going to have what you need to sustain the vision of God in your life, and then you're going to have a scapegoat, and then you're going to have you know, someone or something, something to blame. There's no blame in the kingdom of God. It's just sowing and reaping. And yet, and I talked about this last week, it's not buying and selling. It's not do, have, do, have, do, have, do more, have more. Just, that is just a rat race you will never win. But Jesus has already made the way where there seemed to be no way. 
And I just pray for every one of you that you receive all that God has in store for you. Quit talking yourself out of it. Receive it with gladness. Come boldly before the throne of grace and say, you know what, God, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a horrible, rotten sinner, but praise the Lord, I'm just like Jesus, like we talked about last week. You may, you're making me like him. And so you don't see me anymore. You see Christ in me. And you know what? Christ doesn't have anything missing or broken in his life, and neither do I by my faith and my corresponding action to be a follower of Jesus Christ all the days of my life. This is the atmosphere that you can enjoy and that Jesus really came to give to you so that you could walk in this all the days of your life. Hallelujah. Psalms 34, verse 10. It says, The loins may grow weak and hungry, but the, the loins... Boy, oh boy, it's, it's been an interesting uh, evening here. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack nothing that is good. You think, man, Pastor Paul, but what all about all this need, the suffering and all of the things that are going on in the world? All the more reason that you need to take hold of these things in your life. You could become the resource to, I mean, meet so many needs in this world. God isn't going to do it without us. We need to, to understand that, that God will give us whatever we have need of in this life. And there's nothing that's going to be withheld that is good for you in your life, for those in your life for the ministry in your life, for your family, for your, the generations that are going to come out of you. Got to get out of this small thinking, this little thinking. Go to church on Sunday. You know, watch the live stream on Wednesday. You know, say my prayers. You know, do my tithe. You know, do, but all of this stuff. And do it all. It's all good. But don't stop up the blessing of God in your life actively pursue it. Say, thank you, Jesus, for, for giving me all things. Hallelujah. I receive everything that you are. And you know, the, the thing about God is that he gave us everything that he has. He gave us everything that he is. And you know, sometimes we just get stopped there. But he not only gave us everything that he is, he gave us the capacity to receive it all. You see, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the greatest force ever to be known. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives and abides on the inside of you. Never forget that. Know that, that God's put desires in your heart, and he's going to use those desires to help sanctify you as you believe God. You may not alive. I've got to believe God for this. And you know what? As I do, I keep receiving, and I keep doing, and I keep receiving. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Romans uh, 8.32, I'll close with this. It says, He who did not spare his own son, <laughs> but gave up for us everything, how will he not also, uh, along with him, graciously give you all those things? Hear this by the revelation of God here. You've got to hear this. He gave us all all through Christ 
And so if he gave you all, you now have that capacity to receive it all. And it's not a burden. It's not difficult. It's, it's hard on your flesh. It's hard on your mind because you, your mind wants to talk you out of this thing. But I promise you, if you just renew your mind by the word of God, you'll begin to start to see so many supernatural things pop up in your life. And I've got so many uh, men and families that uh, I've been involved with discipling over the years, and I've seen some passively accept what I'm saying, and I've seen some actively receive what I'm saying. And those who received actively what I was saying, I mean, a glory of God just started to manifest in their lives. Supernatural happenings began to happen in their lives. You know, everything that was so broken in their lives is no longer broken. And man, now they're examples for Christ and walking with Christ and doing what God's called them to do. I've seen this time and time and time and time again. But I've also seen followers of Christ who grow weary in doing good and they don't reap in due season. They give up. And they give up in here, and they give up in here, and they give up mainly not from the doing, but from the receiving side of this thing. They're looking for the accolades of man. They're looking for a ladder to climb in ministry or, or whatever. And you know, they, they, all they find is more and more disappointment because that's not how the kingdom works. God will supply all your needs in accordance with the wondrous riches and glory found only in Jesus Christ. And He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. He wants to reward you for everything that you're doing as a Jesus follower. But i got to make sure that every person watching this broadcast knows the Jesus that I'm talking about. It's time to get your life. It's time to, to receive Christ by faith. And it's, it's a prayer that just says, I don't know how this thing works. I just know that if I'll confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, I will be saved. That's where it all begins. That's where you become the follower of Christ. And that's where you start to see that reciprocal process begin to unfold in your life. So let's say that prayer tonight. Let's get our hearts right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're there with someone that doesn't know Jesus Let's pray with them, grab a hold of their hand, let's have a point of contact here, and let's get our hearts right with Christ. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I make you the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name, with all that I am. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are on the fast track to not only being a follower of Christ, but receiving the kingdom laid up stuff that God has in store for you, and he is wanting to reward you with those things over and over and over, all the way through your course in this life and the life to come. I want to invite you to Sunday service, and I'll tell you, uh, it has been powerful. We're having services both at 9 a.m. and 10.30. And of course, we'll carry these on. Please like this. Please share this. If you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please reach out to us and let us know. Otherwise, God bless you all.